Jason Walls, Chief Political Reporter with us. Hey, Jason. Hello, Heather. Now, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, ACT's idea of boosting the defence spending to 2% of GDP. Is National sounding like they're into this? I'll tell you what, I want you to be the judge of this because I put that to Christopher Luxon this afternoon after there was a good report from politics saying that the lower North Island National Conference, one member called for New Zealand to match Australia's commitment to increasing defence spending to 2%. So at the moment, I, with New Zealand's GDP at about $350 billion, that would be $7 billion a year, and that's up from the $4.1 billion now. So this, that's what I asked him. Have a listen and hear what he says. Yeah, well, it's not our policy. But what I'd say is that we're interested in that direction of travel. Uh, it's really important that New Zealand continues to hold up its end and meet its commitments with its partners. Uh, but obviously we've got to balance budgets along the way and in the pathway for how we'd go about doing that. But, um, you know, so we're interested in the direction of travel, but it's not our policy. So just to be clear, that is increasing New Zealand's defence spending? Uh, the policy, as I said, not our policy, but we're interested in the direction of travel. Uh, and so um, What does that mean, the direction of travel, if it doesn't mean... From 1.6% from to, to 2% uh, spending, that's something that we'd have to balance off with everything else that we've got going on in a budget that's in a pretty bad shape as we look about a cost of living crisis. So it's about priorities and about how we could find a way to do that, uh, which we'd need to explore uh, when we get to government. So for me, that sounds like it's something that they're actively considering. It's something that they're definitely not ruling out, but they just need to see how they can fit it in with everything else. What was your read on that? Yeah, I reckon you're you're right. I reckon they're leaving their options open. If it's popular, they'll do it. If it's not popular, they just abandon it, right? So it could be anywhere between where we are and and 2%. Um, Did Grant Robertson wipe the floor with C. Luxon, did he? Oh, he did. I think that um, it was quite a ripper in the house this afternoon. And when it comes to question time, I mean, Grant Robertson is, is the king. No matter where you sit on the political spectrum, he's very, very good. He honed his skills in opposition and really has no rival in the house. And that was on full display today when he was filling in for Ardern, who's still out with COVID. Now, I'll take this back to National. National have been taking aim at the corporate welfare in yesterday's emissions plan. So that is essentially the 650 million dollars for companies to spend on various different lowering emissions initiatives. These include $950 million for AFCO to replace its cold fire boilers with heat pumps. You know, I thought the government was already outlawing um, coal boilers, but there you go. Uh, $1.6 million for the Alliance Group to capture heat from refrigeration plants to produce high temperature water displacement for coal. There are dozens of examples like this, and Luxon's really been nailing into them. And this is what happened when he put that to the finance minister in the house does she believe kiwis paying 17 cents per liter at the pump because of the ets should be subsidizing large corporates to the tune of 650 million dollars to quote reduce their exposure to carbon price risk quote when the entire point of the ets is to deliver a price signal so businesses make those investments themselves speaker on behalf of the prime minister what i believe is that it's really interesting to hear the national party advocating for higher costs on businesses and higher costs on kiwis by doing absolutely nothing mr speaker there has always been a place there has always been a place in new zealand politics for business and government working together for example, Air New Zealand being provided funding from $18,000 from ECA to support filters in their Auckland airport lounge during the period around 2014, 2015, 2016. So, of course, that was when um, Chris Luxon was at the helm of Air New Zealand. So he's really put that back on National. I mean, to be honest, I do think National have a point around all this corporate welfare. I mean, and none of it, the the farmers and the the, um, primary sector is not paying into the ETS at the moment, and they're still benefiting from a lot of this. So National have a point with this, but 
goodness, you can't beat Grant on a good day. No, absolutely not. Very quickly, um, they're still upset. This is Actor National about the doco on Chloe. Hey, absolutely. $200,000 um, for a grant for a documentary about Chloe Swarbrick. Now, Chloe really doesn't have much to do with the filming or the production of this, but being a sitting MP, being in the focus of a documentary has ruffled a few feathers. Uh, that is, ACT and National say that they don't really think this is a good idea. In fact, ACT say that she should walk away from this altogether. Now, the thing that I think about this is, you know what? I would actually, I think there should be a documentary on Chloe. I think she's quite compelling. She's a good character with a good story. And, and a great background of how she got into politics. But the problem is, should this be funded by taxpayers? And I don't think it should be. Why can't a private New Zealand film studio do this? Because there would be the demand for it. But no, uh, New Zealand On Air is just happy to give all this sort of money away for um, documentaries on MPs. I don't think it's good enough. Yeah, I agree with you. Jason, thank you. Jason Wall's chief political reporter.